0: Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Listening to Your Gut podcast. Oh oh my goodness, this past week has been quite a ride, (laughs) if I do say so myself. So if you didn't know, I was actually... Uh, out of the state, I went. I flew to California with my husband last weekend and uh, was a guest speaker for an incredible event that one of my sweet dear friends hosted. It, the event was called Galantines and it was really focused on self love. It was a self love event, and I was super honored to be. One, speaking, but then two, to actually open the event, to be the first speaker to to speak. So super, super honored and privileged and blessed uh, to have had that experience and just to connect with all the incredible like-minded women that were at that event. I mean, current and now new uh, friendships have just grown out of out of a weekend of spending time together. I, I knew some of the women going into it, but connected even deeper with them. And then so many women I connected with it at that event for the first time. And it's it's just really cool to see how those relationships are blossoming and just the connections that that were made from that. So I highly recommend that you you know do something like that um, at least I would say at least once a year, if if not more often, because it really does you know, putting yourself in those rooms really does just open your eyes to all the, the, the incredible women that are out there, but to like all the women that that are so much like you, right? Sometimes we get so bogged down by the fact that they're, we feel like nobody else gets it and that we're going through it alone, right? Whether it's changing jobs, <laughs> whether it's going through health and wellness changes, right? Like we've, whether it's it's anything, relationship struggles, like we've all dealt with things. And when we open up and we express ourselves and we become vulnerable in those rooms, that's where connections are made, right? Because we're, we're showing our true authentic selves and, um, and letting people in. And so, yeah, I just, it's, it's another incredible way to, uh, just, you know, learn and grow. So, Anyways, that's a long um, segue into, not even a segue, but it's a long um, transition into today's episode, which is actually not related to that at all. Today's episode is actually about why we self-sabotage. This is something that I'm actually going to be touching on in my upcoming masterclass, which is, by the way, it's this week. So it's two days from now. It's this Wednesday. Oh my God, can you believe it? It's going to be March. March 1st. (laughs) So the masterclass is Wednesday, March 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I would absolutely love it if you could join us live for that. The link to join us is in the show notes. It's towards the very top of the show notes so you can't miss it. And um, I would absolutely love for you to join us. I am going to be sharing so much good information about how we can rewire our brains to help us to live those lives that we want to live and to stop self-sabotaging ourselves like so many of us often do, right? It's it's a natural part of life, but we can overcome that and we can reduce and or eliminate the, the times that we experience that by working on really rewiring our brain. So I'm super, super pumped for this masterclass. And at the end of the masterclass, I will be sharing a really exciting opportunity for you to work with me and with other women, hint, hint. And um, it's just gonna be such a super exciting um, thing for me to share. So definitely come join us live and then definitely stay for the entire thing because it's gonna be jam-packed with good information. They always are. Um, And at the end, I will be releasing that new opportunity. So super, super excited. So that being said, <clears throat> now let's really dive into what you came here for today, right? Which is why do we self-sabotage, right? This is something, like I said, that a lot of us have experienced. Maybe we experience it on a daily basis. Um, and, you know, this really comes from, well, we'll get there. The, what this really is, is they're self-destructive behaviors, okay? So they're things like, And this is not an exhaustive list, but they're things like procrastinating, right? Raise your hand if you've ever done that. I'm raising mine right now. (laughs) Procrastination, you know, starting something but not finishing it. You know, maybe it's a project, right? Um, Or something else that you're working on. Uh, Forgetting deadlines. How many of us have potentially forgotten a deadline before, right? Not preparing for a presentation. You know, maybe when we're talking about, you know, your your nutrition, maybe it's, you know, eating a pint of ice cream while you know full well you're trying to make healthy changes, and that just is not in line with those healthy changes you're trying to make, right? So these, you know, the things that I just mentioned, again, are not an exhaustive list, but they are things that can be both conscious and unconscious, right? Like the consciousness of eating a pint of ice cream when you know you're trying to make healthier choices, we know we're doing that, right? Whereas, you know, you might, not potentially, uh, be aware of a deadline that you've forgotten, right? Maybe it was penciled into your schedule, to your planner, but somehow, some way you just lost track of it or, or weren't aware of, um, the time frame, right? So there are things that can be, th- these things, these self uh, destructive behaviors can be both conscious and unconscious. Um, so I, I want to dive in though more to like, where does this come from, right? Like, sure, we we get that we self-destruct, <laughs> we use self-destructive behaviors, we self-sabotage. Um, we've all experienced it. I mean, if you haven't, like, I'm not sure that you're human, but we've all experienced it. So where is that coming from, right? For me, I experienced this. I don't experience it as much anymore, but I experienced this a lot Prior to what I call my transformation, right, which I tell people a lot, was you know at this point it was about three years ago, three or four years ago, um, because I was living in this self-destructive way, and and where this was coming from was this negativity, right, this negative self-talk. It was like this fixed mindset, um, you know, and and that comes from prior programming, you know, from um, life experiences. It can potentially come from a dysfunctional family. I didn't have a dysfunctional family, but some of these negative tendencies, you know, they, they come from things like our family potentially, right? For me, it was this prior programming from life experiences. It was me, um, you know, yes, I had this great upbringing, this great childhood, but it was me self-destructing because it was something that made me feel in control, right? It made me feel safe. Like I was someone who didn't want to step outside the box. I wanted to always be comforted, right? I wanted to, to feel comfort. Um, and because of that, I wasn't allowing myself to grow. And because of that, my psyche would, you know, negatively, tell me things, like you're never going to amount to things, like you just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, like you're not worthy of, of other things. And, you know, when you listen to that, you start to believe it, right? Same goes for if you start talking to yourself more positively, you believe that, you believe what you tell yourself. And so for me, it was, you know, me constantly telling myself, I can't do that, I don't deserve that, Um, you know, you're surely going to fail those things, right? And that caused me to operate in a way where I didn't excel, I didn't thrive. Um, And so all that to say, you know, where is this coming from? It's coming from this negative self-talk, which comes from this sense of low self-esteem, um, this feeling of worthlessness, right? I had at that time, if you're, if you talk to yourself negatively, you for sure are going to have low self-esteem, right? You, you can't not have low self-esteem if you're constantly being negative towards yourself. And so, yeah, I, I did not feel great about myself and I surrounded myself by people who were negative um, and who thrived off of that. Like they thrived off of me because I would be negative too. Um, Thank God I don't surround myself with those people anymore. I have you know since broken off ties with those people and distanced myself from those people um because my time is is more worthy than that right my My life is more valuable than to sit here and to be negative about things that you know if I changed my mindset to one of optimism and positivity, I could see all the wonderful things in front of me and and that's what I do now like that's that's where I've come from, right? Is this negative place to one that is much more optimistic. I am still very realistic about things, but I, I look for all the good, right? That gratitude practice that I've talked about time and time again, that I share with you on the regular, that is an integral part of my morning routine. It, it reminds me of all the things that I'm blessed to have experienced, all the people that I'm blessed to have connections to, all the places that I'm blessed to have visited or to have experienced. So, you know, that's, that's where this comes from, is this, this low self-esteem, this feeling of worthlessness that is funneled, that is, that is um, charged by negative self-talk um, in this fixed mindset. So, you know, like I mentioned, I believe a a moment ago, um, for some people, myself included, this can, this self-destructive self-sabotaging can actually allow people to feel in control of their situation, right? So like sabotaging yourself by saying something or doing something, and then, you know, rescuing yourself, um, you know, so let's say you, um, you know, you procrastinate and you think you're not going to get this presentation done on time, this, this um, you know, the slideshow done, but then you are able to pull it off at the last minute, right? So like you, you scoop your, you swoop in and, and rescue yourself at the last minute. That gives you that like short boost of confidence, uh but in the long run it's very self-destructive right in the long run you continue to do that you're going to burn out right you're you're not always going to be able to rescue yourself in those types of situations and it just develops bad habits bad patterns that we don't want to we don't want to develop right so what i wanted to do after sharing with you kind of the the inside scoop of, like, you know, where does this really come from? Is I wanted to give you uh, a way to hopefully start working on rewiring your brain and rewiring, rewiring, blah, blah, rewiring your habits so that you can banish the self sabotage forever, right? Or banish it um, so that when, so that it doesn't come up. As often, and when it does, you're able to shut it down right away, right? Because we naturally are still going to, from time to time, try and self-sabotage ourselves, right? But if you know how to stop it before it gets itself going, then you're going to be much better off, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally, like whole body, you're going to feel much better. So I want to just dive into really these five steps that I think are going to really support you in helping you to get rid of these self-sabotaging tendencies. Um, And this really stems from like a CBT cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's really, you know, rewiring your brain, which I'm going to be talking all about at my masterclass this week. Another subtle hint that you should definitely sign up for that. The link is in the show notes for you. It's this Wednesday, March 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time but we're not going to dive into that right now. Um, But it is, it's, it's rewiring your brain so that you are no longer focused and fixated on those negative things, those negative thought patterns. So First things first, like I said, there's five things, five steps. The first thing is to recognize the behavior or behaviors, right? So I'm going to give you, as I go through this, I'm going to give you an example, okay? I'm going to actually give you a a nutrition example, um, just because that's, that's one of my biggest fears that I'm part of right now, is just like helping women with their nutrition, right? As a gut health nutritionist. So, recognizing your behavior or behaviors is the first one. So my example for you may or may not be something that you are dealing with, but I'm just gonna give it to you as an example for context here. So overeating could be that recognized behavior. Like you're noticing that, oh my God, I'm binge eating or like I'm eating more than I really need. I'm full, yet I'm still continuing to eat, right? So recognizing that behavior that is concerning to you that you don't want to continue to do. Okay, that's number one. Number two is then to understand the emotions that are leading to this behavior. So, with the example of overeating, it could be you're really anxious, you're really stressed, you're really worried. It could be a whole heap of things, right? But some of the the, the three that I just mentioned are, you know, typically some of the most common uh, reasons why we potentially overeat or stress eat, right? You know, because it's related a lot of times eating, overeating is related to stress. That's why I mentioned stress, anxiousness, and being worried about things. It's, it's our way, our body's way of, of coping, right? It's, it's one way of our, our body can cope. It's obviously not the best way. So, um, obviously I will go into a whole nother spiel or I could go into a whole nother spiel as to how you can, uh, still cope with, the stress, anxiousness, and worries um, that you deal with without overeating. But that's a conversation for another day. And actually, that's going to be a topic uh, within my course, um, one of my courses that is going to be coming out here real soon. So stay tuned. I just leaked a huge surprise. <laughs> but um, yeah, understanding those emotions that are leading to the behavior. So, you know, with the overeating it could be, like I said, that anxiousness, stressed uh, feelings or worried feelings um, or a whole lot more. Right. Those are just some of the most common. But then we want to think about spotting the Thoughts or beliefs that are causing that emotion. So that's number three. That's step number three. Okay. So if you're overeating, maybe it's because you feel unsafe, because you are having those emotions of worried, uh, you know, worried feeling stressed or anxiousness. Maybe you're feeling unappreciated or unloved. And so those are causing you. to those are these beliefs that you have ingrained in your brain and you're like well i you know don't feel good about myself so i'm going to just eat what i want or have more than i really need right then we dive into step number four which is actually changing the behaviors emotions and thoughts because when we change our behaviors emotions and thoughts which are those first three steps we are able to start rewiring, reprogramming our brain to make better choices for ourselves. So first we start with the behavior right? So if I'm overeating, maybe my behavior is going to be when I am stressed or I am worried or I am anxious, I'm going to move my body. That doesn't mean I have to do a full-on like cardio session. It could mean I'm just walking and pacing around the house, right? It could mean I'm taking a short walk around the block. It could mean I am just doing some light stretching. It could mean I am doing some yoga um, or meditation with some movement, right? So It doesn't have to be this extraordinary event, right? It's something that's going to help you to rewire and change your behavior. So with the example again of overeating, like I just mentioned, our behavior might be to move our body. Then we step into the emotions piece, right? So then we start to think about, okay, what are some things that I could really focus on emotion-wise that will support me? So again, that gratitude practice, being grateful, right? Maybe writing it down, maybe saying it out loud, um, maybe journaling about it too, whatever feels comfortable for you, whatever feels most effective for you. And again, this is going to be trial and error, so you're going to have to do probably a couple different things to see what works for you, but focusing then again on being appreciative of other people, realizing that people appreciate you, um, and helping yourself to feel more safe in your body. Right. So again, maybe that comes from. Um, well, this actually kind of leads into the next part, but actually let's dive into that because the safe piece. If you don't, if you're not able to get yourself into feeling safe in your body. Um, just through your environment, through the supportive practices that you are doing for yourself, then it, it will also be helpful for you to think about the thoughts. So your thoughts are next. And that might be where you, you know, say verbally out loud, you say, I am safe. I am appreciated. I am loved. I am grateful. Right? So saying those things and really believing in them, like, saying them in a confident tone, saying them repetitively. Um, There are a lot of ways that you can do this, one of which uh, would be to do some EFT tapping along with this. So really like developing a mantra for yourself, um, developing some phrases that are really going to support you in rewiring the way that you think um, is going to be really supportive. But then step number five is going to be to develop supporting behaviors. So, you know, like I just said in step four, you're changing the behavior, the emotions, and the thoughts. But then you're really developing long-term supporting supportive behaviors um, to go along with all of those things. So incorporating things like deep breathing, you know, Getting up and relocating yourself. Sometimes it's just your physical environment that you need to get up and move, right? And go somewhere else where you are going to be able to have different thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Um, It could be supportive. You know, chatting with a friend or family member, you know, someone who gets it, or maybe someone who is so far removed that you just need them to hear you, right? Sometimes that's supportive too. It's just like someone who doesn't know what's going on in the situation, but they they can be a listening ear for you, right? They can be a supportive um, listener for you. So that could be something that you, you know, do. Um, again, like I said, writing it out or listening to music, you know, those calming um, supportive practices that are going to help you to really, again, rewire the way that you're thinking um, and the way that you move forward with certain stressful, you know, anxious worried uh, tendencies that you have. And then, like I said earlier, you know, EFT tapping is absolutely incredible. Um, You know, side note, but there is an amazing woman that is going to be coming on the podcast here soon and coming to the podcast Facebook community that really focuses on teaching women, um, and I believe men as well, but, um, you know, really just teaching individuals the power that EFT, this emotional freedom technique has, uh, because it's really focused on really tapping into your energy meridians. And that's where we often store, you know, our repressed emotions. And these, these energy meridians are linked to our organs, and, and our organs take on a lot of stress from the body. And so if we are able to relieve that stress from our organs, from our body, then we're going to be much healthier beings um, from having done so. So as we kind of get ready to start wrapping this up, I, I don't want this to go on too long, but I wanted to make sure that I was thorough with this. Um, I really just want to go back and remind you of, you know, the five steps that I just went over that I just covered that can really support you in. Decreasing and hopefully to eliminate that self-sabotage that you may be really experiencing on a daily basis at this point. You know, for some of us, like myself, three or four years ago, that was me, and um, now I have the the supportive practices to help myself. You know, stop the, those thoughts before they become full-fledged. Um, you know, behaviors within my body. So, yeah. So I just want to go back real quick and. Recap those for you um, so that you have those and you can, you know, write them down hopefully and then use these, start to utilize them in your daily life to support you. So, number one would be recognizing the behavior or behaviors that are self sabotaging. Number two would be to understand the emotions that lead to the behavior. Number three would be to spot the thinking or beliefs that caused the emotion. Number four would be the behaviors, changing the behaviors, emotions, and thoughts. And number five would be developing supportive, self-supporting behaviors to help you make those long-lasting positive changes. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was also relatable too, because again, this is one of those topics that we just don't talk about. We all experience it, but we don't talk about it. And so I wanted to acknowledge it because it is a real thing. And I also wanted to give you some tips and um, practices to help you really start to rewire the the potential negative thoughts that are coming across your brain that really, we don't want to be there, right? Because we want to live a long lasting, incredible life. And we can't do that if our mindset is constantly in the negative. So again, I hope this was supportive for you And if this resonated with you, I would love for you to share it with a friend. I would love to see you at the webinar on Wednesday. Remember, that is Wednesday, March 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're talking all about how to rewire our brains, to rewire them for healthy change in our lives, in our careers, in our relationships, in our health and wellness, all the things. So hope to see you there. And at the very end of that masterclass, I will be sharing some super exciting news. So I hope that you can attend. But until then, I hope you have an incredible start to your week. And remember, I love you. I'm always here for you. And we'll chat later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible. And together, we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you, I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.